Welcome to Night of the Living Geeks. If you geek out over it, we've got a podcast for it. Hi, hi, and welcome. I'm Classy. And I'm America's favorite cuck, Nick. <laughs> and thanks for joining us on Talkadoo, a variety talk show where we talk about anything and nothing at all, and hopefully get you talking as well. So, yep. how's your week? Pretty good. So, actually, not a whole lot happened, but uh, the last couple of days, I've decided I'm going to get a new bed. So, Ooh. yeah, yeah. What you uh, getting? I don't know. That's the whole thing. Is it's really oh. intimidating <laughs> and daunting to to get right? Like, yeah. So, you haven't been to my place in a couple of years, but if you remember the bed, it was For this very tiny... important reason. <laughs> yeah, yeah. The amount of space and the <laughs> words. <Yep>. Yeah. <laughs> Drama. By the way, I am home alone today. It's amazing. Like I actually, oh. I, I, I was talking about this weeks ago with our friend Anna, where it's like. Even if you like the people that you're living with, like I love Greg. Greg's awesome. Greg's rad. I hope Greg hears this and hears that I love him. But um, Greg, yay! Hell yeah! <laughs> but like, if you're a certain kind of introvert, like she and I are, Anna and I, that is, we it's not enough to just have some time by yourself and some space by yourself. You have to know that there's also no one else around you. Yeah, I get yeah. that. Yeah, like yeah. like. If she goes to hang out in her garden, her backyard, it's cool, but you know that there's people just like 20 feet away and through some walls and they're probably trying to stay quiet, but you know that they're there and that there can be noise. And so, yeah, you need that little bit of space. So today I woke up and I realized that I was alone and that nobody came home last night. And I'm sure everyone's being safe and absolutely positively cross my heart they're all being safe and probably with family and everything but um i realized i was here and so i like went out and spun circles uh in the kitchen i filmed myself put it up on my instagram story it was quite nice uh, <laughs> oh my god yeah. i need to look at that <laughs> yeah um, oh my god i can only imagine <laughs> it was great it was wonderful and like honestly i can't wait for them to get back but uh, it is just nice to be all by myself. And like, you know, normally I kind of like mutter to myself a little bit just because uh, mm -hmm. I'm a verbal thinker and everything. But now since there's no one here, I can just talk out loud to myself. And it is great. Um, <laughs> I, but you're looking for a bed and it's daunting. Yeah. Sorry, that was what I was going to come back to. But I got paranoid and thought, shit, I am recording, right? So, yes, we are. Uh <laughs> But yeah, I'm I'm looking for a bed. A friend of mine uh, bought a new mattress on Wayfair and said that there were a bunch of sales going on right now. And mattresses are one of those things that can be super incredibly expensive. So mm -hmm. yeah, so I wanted to get something that's not too expensive. Uh, and then I looked at the prices they have, and they're they're real great. Thing is, like. I don't know how I'm going to get room for a larger bed. I don't think I, my room is kind of cramped as is. And like, as I said, you remember my bed, maybe it, it was kind of small. It's maybe six feet mm -hmm. by, I'm going to say three, conservatively three and a half feet. Yeah. It's like a twin size bed. Yeah. And so if I get one that's bigger, like I don't want to get one that's bigger 
for me. Like, I'm actually happy with the size of this thing. But at some point, it would be nice to have someone else in that bed. And this is too small. So if I get one that's what? bigger... A twin-size yeah. bed can't fit two people? Yeah, right? Tell that to my, like, college self. <laughs> <laughs> well, that's why they call it twin. But also, you know, I'm not... <laughs> I'm not really a cuddler, so I like to have space, and there's not a whole lot of space on there. Um, but yeah, like, I don't know, so I don't really know what size to get, because if I get one that's just another six inches, uh, and that's still not really enough room for two people, so I need to get a bigger one than that, but then I don't know if I have room for it in here without having to rearrange everything else. Are we still eh. talking about beds? <laughs> I was. <laughs> I'm an innocent soul. I don't know what you're talking like, about. I need, <laughs> I need about six more inches. Oh, and then I've got to rearrange everything. <laughs> I got to dress on the right instead of on the left. Oh my god! Wow, okay. someone came in hard and fast with the dirty mind today. <laughs> Barely. I think our show, uh, our TV time, has really influenced you. <laughs> You're right. Yeah, that's a good segue into our topic today. Yeah. Well, unfortunately, that segue is gonna we're gonna put that segue on pause because I was gonna ask how you're doing. Oh, I'm I'm doing okay. I mean, yeah. I start work on Monday. Uh, which job? My uh big girl job. Nice. Wait. Oh, so you guys have been you guys have been out for this, or I thought you were yeah. just working from home. Well, I mean, I've been working from home, but like I actually have to go in on oh, Monday. Oh, interesting. And it's a reassignment that is not normal to my job, which I can't say right, over right, the right. air, but yeah, it's like a high-priced uh, international assassin, we know. Yeah. But yeah. um <laughs> now everybody knows, Nick. <laughs> well, I mean, it's fine. They don't yeah. know where you are, and they don't know your means. I mean, we learned last... Wait, no, we learned two weeks ago that you are very good with ranged weapons, but maybe you're going to be working on your garrote skills. Oh. You're going to be digging pit traps and laying leaves over it and making them walk over it. Uh, but wait, so in your new capacity, are you going to be interacting with people, or is this still going to be... Yes, I'm oh, going to be interacting with people, like the public, like, yeah, straight up, like... I'm not really happy yeah, it. definitely yeah. not excited. Well, no, not excited and really stressing. And yeah. today's the last day of like freedom. Yeah. And um, yeah, I'm just I'm really worried about it because, no. you know, I keep hearing about all these states that are opening up and having new cases. And then I'm also hearing it from like other doctors who are like, it's really not that big of a deal. I'm on the front lines and here's all the reasons you're going to be fine and that we need to open the states back up. And I'm like, Ugh. yeah, we really don't. We really don't. No, I, I, uh, I agree with you. And the way I figure it is that if Californians and Oregonians can work together on this, right, and open up in an appropriate time frame, then anything is possible because we don't get along at all. Right. And we even have oh, Washington. They hate us. They yeah. hate us and we hate them. And Washington hates both of us. And we hate, we all hate Washingtonians and Seattleites. But we three states plus Nevada now and Colorado, we're all working together to make sure that we're all going to be open at about the same time and the same pace 
And if something closes somewhere, then we're all going to close. So I totally understand why you're feeling uh, nervous about this, uh, about reopening and everything. But I feel like it's, hell, trust me, the minute anything goes sideways, just do me a favor and bathe in Purell and uh, stay safe. Do all the smart things. Also, you're a smart person. You're going to be safe. But I feel like we are taking this seriously and our areas, uh, our respective parts of the country are taking this seriously. We're not Huntington Beach, where fewer than a thousand people out of a county of three million are all upset and being hissy. Uh, mm. Yeah, so, you, yeah, everything is gonna be okay, but man, yeah, that's it's gonna be a real uncomfortable first couple of weeks while you get resituated. I I, I know, though, and I'm, I really trust you that if anyone starts to behave inappropriately, you're going to have one of those like uh, those Catholic school nun yardsticks and you're just going to beat them over the hands with it until they leave your premises. Oh, yeah. No, I mean, that's how I get, though. Like, if I ever have to discipline a child or even oh. an adult or whatever, I get this super mom voice. It's Good. insane. <laughs> yeah, but it's just funny because I've never wanted kids, you know, uh, not well, since for even. dinner. <laughs> but um, since middle school, I haven't wanted children, and that hasn't changed. And but it's funny because I have a straight up mom voice. If I ever, <laughs> well, because one of my first jobs was a camp counselor. Yeah, and uh, there were these kids that were throwing rocks at each other. Uh, <laughs> at camp, as, as dumbass kids do. do. Right? Like, as little boys do, especially, right? They're throwing rocks at each other. And I go over there and I'm like, You! Cut that out! You! Sit over there! You! Sit over there! And I was like, And think about what you did, you know, kind of deal. And it was just like, Yeah, it was straight up. I went into like mom mode. And I nice. think. I think it was that moment, probably, that I was like, Nah, I'm good. I don't need and- kids. And then you see all the things that come out of them. You're just like, I don't know about that. Let's uh, uh, so put your mom voice on. We're gonna we're gonna pretend that I didn't eat all of my Brussels sprouts, which is the thing that would never happen. I love Brussels sprouts. I didn't eat all my Brussels sprouts, and I'm pouting at the dinner table. And you need to send me to my room. Oh God, I'm not good at role playing though. Like I have to be legit pissed uh, off. But classy, it's the only way I can finish. No, um. Oh my God. <laughs> <laughs> no, but what I would do, what I would do in that case, I don't even know what I would do in that case. I'd be like, "What's your problem? You love, you love Brussels sprouts. They're so good." And the kid would just be like, "I don't want it. I don't want it." I don't think like okay. I actually do kind of want kids. If I don't have them, I don't have them. That that. That is what it is. It's fine. Uh, but if I do have them, like, I don't know how I'm going to discipline them. Like, I I would not be able to tell them just like, no, goddamn room. How dare you? You know what I mean? Like, eat your really? sprouts. I don't know how I would do it. I'd be like, I want the kid to like me. <laughs> I don't care if the kid respects me. No, 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 no. I want them to like me. Yeah, see, I think that's that's the problem with a lot of parents is like, you can be likable, but you need to be firm. You have to discipline your children. Yeah, yeah. They need that structure and those oh, boundaries yeah. in their life so they can learn to be like decent human beings instead of all the millennials and ex-gen people that we're seeing now. So, my, my parents, 
well, keep in mind, we are millennials. <laughs> in fact, wow. strictly speaking, anyone under the age of 40 is a millennial. Uh, uh, but uh, yeah, no, my, my parents uh, were... I don't want to say they were disciplinarians, but they kept us in line and they told us what we should and shouldn't do. And it worked out pretty well. Like, I feel like I'm a, I'm a good, good kid. My, my parents did a good job of that. We had a, and this is a good segue into our, the question I was going to ask you, because what my mom would do is she gave us a list of words we couldn't say, a list of swear words. And if we said them, she would tally it up. And at the end of the week, when we got our alliance, uh, alliance, when we got our (laughs) horde, the orcs yeah. would come. Uh, no, when we got our allowance at the end of the week, it would be docked by however much it was. Uh, but my question to you was, what is your favorite swear word? Oh, I don't even know. Can I say anything on this? Yeah, if it's like super ass racist, which I don't think it will be, I'll probably no. just reverse the audio on it. But I don't <laughs> think you're gonna. Like, I'll tell you yeah. mine. My favorite one My favorite one is, uh, is cunt. Uh, oh, go on with yours. Yes, exactly. Like, that is the ultimate jab at people. It's just like, but for whatever reason, because I'll say it, cunt, 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 mm-hmm. and I have no problem with it Yeah, because it just doesn't hold that kind of weight for me that it does for other people, but other people take such offense to it, and I love it. <laughs> yeah, and the British use it for whatever. I like it because, all right, grab, this is a, 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 a interactive segment for our listeners. Grab a piece of paper, grab a pencil, and then just spell it out. And like, so you got the C, and it's a nice curvy letter at the start. And you got the U, and it's a nice curvy letter at the bottom. And you got the N, and it's a nice curvy letter, depending on how you do your Ns, if you're doing them lowercase, which you should be. And you got that hard T at the end. And it's just kind of... <laughs> It's it's honestly just kind of a beautiful word to look at. Four letters, and it's all little curves in different orientations, and then just a hard finish. And there's just something very satisfying to the word. <laughs> it's yeah. funny listening to you describe this when it's based off of, you know, oh, a certain yeah. part of the female body. We like can say vagina. and beautiful <laughs> and... Uh, I know, right? If you yeah. can say cunt, you can say vagina. Um, but- <laughs> My ears! <laughs> My word! <laughs> um, yes. Uh, but that's uh, kind of, you know, like hearing you describe it, and then you're like, with a hard finish, and I'm like, oh, yeah. okay. <laughs> wow. You- Are you alright? Are you just I- horned up? Do you need a couple of minutes? <laughs> Do you need I, me to send you some AA batteries? <laughs> I seriously, I, uh, like, this quarantine is just, like, with literally no human interaction whatsoever, like, not even hugging people, it's just, like, uh, I, I don't know yeah, how to I know what you describe mean. it. It's, it's, like... It's rough. Like, yeah, I'm not much of a of a hugger either, but I am kind of like I, I would just like to hug. You know, it's it's weird. Yeah, it, it's weird. We can, we have such a hard time even describing it to. I don't know. Yeah, uh, yeah. It, it's such a unique situation. It's like nothing I've ever experienced before. Because I mean, I'm an introvert too, so I have no problem spending time on my own. And, you know, I'm single, so it's like, 
doubly like I'm fine with being on my own, you know, but this it's like having no interaction with anyone and not being touched at all for months. It's it's so strange. It's the Mm -hmm. weirdest feeling. And so I don't know. It's got I think that's why like all these dating apps and everything like people are like turned up on them and stuff because it's just you know everyone's like okay this sucks not having like even any kind of human interaction or touch or you know affection and it's just they're realizing how much it they need it in their lives you know yeah, so. well, it's it's like when uh, when we had John on, and towards the end, I was talking about how I miss not watching baseball. Like I'm not watching baseball right now, uh, and for the last couple of years, I have not watched a whole lot of baseball. But now I'm missing the fact that I would not watch it by choice. It was always there if I wanted to. It right. was always I could follow a score on Twitter. I could hear friends talking about the games, whatever that sort of thing. Same thing with human interaction. Like, I'm all right spending the night, uh, like, or spending a couple of nights in a row just watching The Wire. Or recently I started watching Treme, uh, another Treme. David Simon. Treme is another David Simon show. He did The Wire, Plot Against America, The Deuce, all these things that I love. Treme is about uh, Hurricane Katrina and the recovery thereof. Uh, they're not, <laughs> yeah, it's an interesting show. I don't understand it at all because New Orleans, I've learned, is an entire different culture. And I'm like, I don't I don't get this. But whatever. It's fun just to see this. But anyway, like I have no problem watching a bunch of TV all during the week or whatever. And then I'll occasionally go visit friends or have dinner with a friend or at work. I'll talk to people and all that kind of stuff. Now there's none of that. And it's just kind of, I don't know, there's almost no one there. Like in the entire customer service department, which are a lot of them are my friends. None of them are there. Uh, the entire marketing department, which uh, a couple of them are my friends, none of them are there. Even the people that we have who are in our warehouse, like we're all separated by a whole bunch of space. And really, there's one person I interact with named Jonte. And luckily, Jonte is the goddamn best. And we just we talk about all kinds of stupid, dumb shit all day. <laughs> but it's not the same. And like, I don't know, I'm not I'm definitely not on a hugging basis with anyone that's in the in the warehouse. And I don't want to be. But it's just yeah, it's weird. I haven't seen my trivia friends that i see every monday i've seen them on zoom but it's not the same uh yeah we haven't hung out we haven't had uh drinks or anything for a while so yeah no i get you it's it's unusual like like i said or like you like we said it's weird that uh you you can go as long as you can without just someone touching your arm and you feel fine but then as soon as it's not it's not even a choice anymore it's just the default it's like oh no this is hard yeah (laughs) well and there's the essence of it right our choice has been taken away yeah you know i choose to be single i choose to spend time on my own most of the time yeah so for me to not be able to choose when i do want to interact with people is yeah that's the essence of it that's the problem that's the thing that digs at me the most yeah. so well it's like yeah. even so before we went into quarantine we were talking about how like oh i'll come up sometime and then uh what was it my job my hours changed temporarily good news mm-hmm. they're back to normal but unfortunately <laughs> we still can't get together or anything so it's like oh well so yeah it's that sort of thing it's like all the plans got put on hold like literally the weekend no the friday before 
the quarantine started. I was going to go have dinner with a friend of mine from work who I hadn't seen for a while, but she is immune compromised. She had a liver transplant years ago. Uh. And yeah. And so it was like, we didn't, nobody really knew how serious to take it at the time because the issue or the mat, the, the order hadn't gone through yet. Uh, it was just one of those things where it's like, should, should people see people? I don't know. Uh, luckily she's doing great. She's doing fine. She's been in, uh, the, her own quarantine with her, uh, roommate for this entire time. So everything's going to be good, but it's just like, yeah, man, that's serious. Yeah. That's really serious. A person I live with has asthma and then, you know, disembodied foot's dad with his heart condition. I mean, it's just, who's her daycare, you know? So it's just... Yeah, I've got all these people around me who are immunocompromised or high risk, you know. Right, Um, right. Yeah. That's what has me worried the most. I don't want to be the one that brings it to them. No, I I can't hold that. Yeah, that's where I'm just like having such a problem and having such anxiety over returning to work on Monday. Tomorrow, you know, it's like it scares me. Uh, You want me to tell you what doctors do? Yeah. Okay, so it's actually, it's, it's, uh, this is something that I feel like you could definitely totally easily do. Set up, or put some clothes in your garage, and as soon as you get home, open the garage, go in through the garage, change into those clothes, uh, walk to the shower, take a long shower, uh, change into some other clothes, and then there you go. Uh, mm-hmm. so yeah, 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 that's what doctors have been doing. They've actually been doing even more than that, but like, uh, I mean, hey, your job is important and and everything, but you're not a doctor. You're you're not getting uh, blood and guts and stuff on you, so you you don't need to be as clean as they do, right? And obviously, you've got a mask and everything, right? Yeah. Are there any swear words that you do not like? Just so that we. <laughs> Could go back to our original topic, but uh, are there? Well, no. Hey, look, we talk about anything and nothing, and hopefully, we get you thinking too. Uh, But talking uh, to, but talking to, I would. (laughs) Doesn't even know our tagline. (laughs) Why do you think I have you deliver it? But yeah, is there? Is there a swear word that you're just like, I don't like that. Please don't. And I'm talking swear words. We're obviously not talking slurs. Uh, names that you call people because you're a terrible human being. Uh, we're just talking about your usual, like, uh, just your curse words. Curses. Oh, actually, wait, for real fast. What are you? Are you a curse, a cuss, a swear person? Uh, normally swear. Okay, yeah. I feel like that's probably so. Our area that we grew up in is Swearville. Uh, I feel like cuss is like a southern thing. Like, you're southerners say cuss. I don't know where cursing comes from, like the like where people say cursing. I think all throughout. I, all throughout. Because I mean, I've I I hear cursing too, and my grandmother was from deep South Georgia, so yeah. I heard cuss a lot too. Yeah. But um, yeah. So I heard it all. So I think it's I think it's all just everywhere. It just depends on what you say. Yeah. Oh well. Yeah. 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 But like, uh, you know how uh, we call it soda, other people call it pop, that sort of thing. Like, there's a general regionalism in there. Right. So yeah. But anyway, is there a, a swear cuss curse that you're like, mm, please don't, uh, or that you just really, don't like? I really can't think of one. 
Um, cause I, I use them all in different contexts and yeah, I don't really have a problem with any of them. I think a lot of people have a problem with the one that we both like, <laughs> you <laughs> yeah. know? Um, yeah. And there's a funny story about that. So sure. Uh, disembodied hands mom is like so silly and I just love her to death. Um, and you know, I can get extremely silly if I'm super comfortable with a person and I spend a lot of time with them. I get goofy as fuck. Oh, yeah. Um, We've seen. Yeah. <laughs> the royal we in this case. I don't know why I said we, but yeah. <laughs> um. Well, I mean, I have seen myself too, so we works. Um, <laughs> but yeah, so that was, uh, we actually had this discussion uh, amongst the family when I was still with disembodied hand and uh, she she and I both would uh, whenever we would see each other after that we would always greet each other and then we'd like say something like cunt 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 like (laughs) and just laugh at each other and just giggle Um, and so yeah because you know she finds it as ridiculous as we do about you know just kind of the weight that people put on it um, it packs such a punch too. It's a very efficient word. Yeah. Yeah. But I mean, there's no real swear word. I think the the only problem when it gets offensive is like in what context it's being used. Yeah. Right. That's the and that's the whole point of a swear yeah. word. But um, you know, if someone calls me a bitch, but like really means it, yeah, they're not then like I might oh have a problem. bitch. They're like yeah. you bitch. Yeah. Yeah. Or like, hey, bitch. You know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, whatever the the context might be, but if someone's like, "Dude, you're a fucking bitch," and I'm like, <laughs> "Oh, you want to go?" Like, <laughs> hold me back. Yeah. Have uh, I'll show you, you, bitch, bitch. <laughs> have you ever been called a not something? So it's not a swear word, but you know that that person intended it as a swear word. Oh. Like, like so, so Aziz and sorry used to have a bit that he would talk about where uh, you could call someone a Kit Kat and it would sound offensive. It's like, hey, look at that little Kit Kat over there. It's like, oh yeah, that does that does sound offensive, that sort of thing. Uh, crispy on the outside, crunchy on the inside, mmm, that yeah, Kit Kat. I don't know, have you ever been called something or, or called someone else something uh, that you're like, okay, yeah, that's not traditionally a, a swear, but, you know, I don't mean it as a compliment. Uh... Whenever anyone calls me mom, Ooh. right? Like, okay, mom. Or that's when you're you, like, how dare you? Yeah, like fuck you. <laughs> you know, yeah. like we about to have some words. <laughs> um, yeah. So I, th- I okay. think that's that's probably the one that really gets me. And I'm like, no, fuck you. Don't call that's me that. Interesting. Yeah, I don't. I don't think I've ever been called one that myself. Um. Oof, I'm all burpy from breakfast. Oof. I had, uh, <laughs> the, it'll all be edited out, don't worry, sorry. I'm trying to keep it as away from the microphone as possible because I know you don't like uh, burps that much. Uh, but, uh... No, actually, <laughs> burps don't bother me. That's the weirdest thing. Like, burps, farts, whatever, like, those don't I bother they me. Did. Huh. No, 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 no. It's Has like that changed? Other, it, no. Because I remember, like, oh, interesting. It's just like other mouth noises, like... For sure, yeah, like chewing with your mouth open or something. Yeah. Or, or the yeah. the people who yeah no I get it oh interesting because I remember when we first first met I uh, I burped real loud 
And uh, I, like, I, I remember, maybe I was wrong, but I remember you getting offended or something I'm like, oh, okay, I guess I'll just stop doing that around classy. So, all right, I'll keep it classy ah, around I classy. I don't know what the context might have been. Maybe yeah. I was just feeling especially like agitated that day. Because, I mean, that's that's how my depression manifests itself is I get super agitated and irritated with everything. Like, I just cannot be around people. Every single thing annoys me. And I just want to crawl into my hole and be away from people for the rest of my life. Like, yeah. Yeah, like I just want to crawl out of my own skin and I just yeah, so I get really irritated when I get when I'm depressed. So See, that's that's really interesting because I do the same thing except that uh when I recognize that this is what's going on like oh, I'm hungry and I'm or or I'm depressed or whatever and I'm just being a real jerk to everyone, I start to uh direct it inward because I'm like it's not their fault like if somebody calls me at work for like the 15th virtual way and ship of the day and they always come in with the same oh i'm really sorry but can you do this and i'm like oh son of a but i'm like well no they need it to get done and this is my job and they're being apologetic it's not my whole job uh and it is a disruption but it's like it needs to get done and needs all that so i i eventually i will i will direct my anger in towards myself instead of expressing it at them or anything Hmm. Yeah, yeah. I, I mean, it's not that I direct it at them. Then, for the most part, I mean, I'll I'll definitely lash out if I'm, you know, feeling especially rari. But um, <laughs> but if I uh am feeling that way, I usually just remove myself from the situation. You know, I'm I I just. If I'm not bothered by it, I'm like, ugh, I need to go in the other room, you know, like, and just kind of be on my own and get away from people. And yeah. I recognize that. But I think that's also the nature of getting older. Because when you met me, God, I was 19, 20? Mm, something like that. I know you were younger, but I don't remember. It's, it's weird how all that time kind of blends together. I vaguely yeah. remember... I think it was 2021, actually. Yeah, I'm trying to... Okay, so wait, it was probably 2006. Was World of Warcraft around 2006? Yeah. I think it came out in 2004. Okay, yeah, so then that's probably about right, because I remember I had just yeah. started working at my previous job, that the one that I had before I started working at the place that shall remain nameless that I work now. And that was about 2006. So I was 24. So yeah, you were probably 20. Yeah. Four years younger? Four years younger? Yeah. <laughs> about that, I think. Yeah. Yeah, I always feel bad that I'm like, I don't remember people's exact birthdays and birth dates. Oh, yeah. Whatever. Or ages. No, I know, I know. I um, never expect anyone to remember my age or my exact birth date. Like, my, oh. my birthday, though. Like, yeah. It's not that hard to forget, people. It's the day after Christmas. <laughs> yeah, it's super easy. And mine is, well, two interesting things about my birthday. First of all, it's the day, it's Christmas Eve, but in June. And number two, because this is our fourth episode, if we release on the 6th, which is our plan, then this will be the week before my birthday. Ooh. Yeah. And I will Fun be stuff. doing absolutely nothing during it. 
Well, happy yeah. early birthday. Thank you. <laughs> so everybody... Oh, well, I was going to say, everybody get your presents ready now, but I'm like, well, you guys won't be hearing this until a week beforehand, and also I don't want presents, so don't worry about it. Uh, but yeah, 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 yeah. Uh, yeah, this year, though, actually a lot of people forgot my birthday, including my parents. Oh, both of my parents. No. I know, I know, yeah. Both my dad and my mom forgot. My dad tried to play it off like his phone wasn't working all of a sudden, <laughs> even though he had sent a text message that morning with a picture of his dog. <laughs> um <laughs> and then my mom my mom though she actually sent me like a birthday care package um you know days before but it didn't yeah. get to me till after so she she did think about my birthday um she just forgot on the day she forgot to um, actually say happy birthday she thought the president would do it yeah well, yeah. no, 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 no. She just for- full on forgot. Like, oh, no. <laughs> and then she felt really apologetic. Um, yeah. So, yeah, it wasn't like she thought the present was going to, you know, that she didn't need to say anything. Right, right. I, I don't need presents like at all. Like for me, I always say it's about presence, not presence. Um, and so for me, it was that lack of presence that really got me in i was actually really depressed on my birthday this year um yeah. because so many people who are supposed to be important in my life forgot about it and it just it really made me upset so now i f- feel a little bit guilty for gloating about having I, I remember. <laughs> no, no 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 not at all like <laughs> i'm over it we're yeah, fine yeah yeah well no no um, i mean uh, I remembered your birthday. It's yeah. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. But I feel bad gloating about. <laughs> I was gonna say like, well, all you sons of bitches out there. Uh, yeah. No, no. Yeah. Ah, oh, yeah. So anyway, on a happier topic. Yeah. Well, well, real fast. Uh, I'll tell you the weirdest, the weirdest uh, insult slash swear that I ever oh, heard. Oh yes, yes, yes. Was yes, and if, hopefully no, it's fine. It's fine. I don't even remember the context. I just remember. Uh, like, uh, I was at, at a restaurant and the guy kitty corner to me looked at the guy across the, the way and just said, look at that Gullah Gullah Island looking motherfucker. I was just like, <laughs> <laughs> Gullah Gullah Island, if you don't know, you probably is, it was a Nickelodeon oh, show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah. So cool. I'm glad you know. But um, explain it to our listeners. Right, right, right. It, it was basically just a children's TV show and they had like a, a an orange and red lizard mascot. No. And I was like... No, no, no. It was a orange and yellow frog. Oh, it was a frog? Well, yeah. it was a person in a in a frog suit, so... Well, I don't yeah. Know. yeah. Yeah, I remember it. But it oh, was okay. a frog. Oh, okay, okay. That makes more sense then, because I was like, that guy's like a lizard at all. But I heard that and I just laughed my ass off, because he wasn't talking to me. And like, as far as I know, he never like talked to that person. He just said it like, look at that Gullah Gullah Island looking motherfucker. And I was just like, what? Like, what? Yeah. Um, And so I want, I want the contacts to pop up where I could say that to someone, but oh well. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. For me, I mean, I call people wet noodles all the time if they're really (laughs) boring and awful. Like, so that's one I'll use, you know. That's a good one. What a wet noodle. Because, like, if someone's just 
boring and not interesting and I don't really want to talk to them, they're a wet noodle. Like yeah. there's yeah. Or or if, you know, one of my girlfriends is talking to me about a guy that they were dating that just like didn't interact with them or like that they went yeah. on a date with that just like wouldn't interact with them and they had to carry the conversation and blah 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 blah. I'm like, ooh, what a wet noodle. <laughs> so yeah. Well something Speaking of wet noodles. And dating. And dating. And some people who really cannot carry a conversation. Yeah. Now we can move on to our show, which I picked because when I, so by the time I, I picked the show, I had only seen the first two episodes of Too Hot to Handle, which is uh, the reality self-help slash maybe dating show on Netflix. I had seen two episodes of it, and it, those first two episodes are trashy. And hey, yes. I I appreciate trash. I like trash. I'm here for trash. I watched it because HBO Go was screwing up, and I couldn't watch The Wire, which is what I had intended to, but it would start buffering every 30 seconds. Like, well, screw this. Uh, and so it was pure trash at the point that I, I told you to start watching it. And yes. then <laughs> it actually got pretty good i thought like like yeah it's still not great but it was like i didn't expect any growth from these people and yet there was growth right and so for all of our listeners before we get delve into this too much if you're gonna watch the show and you don't want any spoilers uh stop well uh, we're gonna draft so first we're gonna tell you um our predictions for the show and then after we tell you our predictions for the show uh and the things that we bet on then i would probably stop listening watch the show and then you can listen to this episode from this point on (laughs) stop it delete it re-download it Delete it again because maybe you should you could download a third time just to have better fidelity. Just get those numbers really up there and then <laughs> listen to it four or five times and then write to uh, either Casper or Lisa or Purple, any of them really, because if they're willing to give me a free mattress, I'll just I will suck all of them off. Uh, but yeah. <laughs> okay, so speaking of sucking people off. <laughs> Um, back to our thoughts before. Yes. So we, because Nick had watched the first two episodes, I was like, okay, well, let me watch the first two episodes, catch up to where you are, and then we'll make predictions. So we did, in full disclosure, we watched the first two episodes before we made these picks, so to speak. So for actual connection, I chose, like, you know, people who would form an actual connection. I chose Rhonda and Sharon. I thought no one. Uh, I was... Oh, wait, I won't say what happened, but I thought no one wouldn't make an, a real actual connection. Right. And then I... Um, let's see. So that was actual connection. Oh my gosh, I lost my thing. Where is it? There <laughs> we go. It. Yeah. Um, uh, I thought the person who would cost the show the most was Francesca. And I said Harry. And then I said with the most different people, Francesca as well. Oh, I don't remember if I actually answered that one, but I probably would have said Harry. Uh, Yeah, I probably would have said Harry. And then we decided um, who would full on fuck. (laughs) (laughs) 
And we both said, hmm, probably no one. <laughs> yeah, yeah, well, because I figured, I well, didn't know what on. the- don't, oh, don't God. go into it too much Sorry. yet, we're just doing our picks. I'm just excited. Yeah, I know. <laughs> I had, by the way, everyone, I had to hold him back all <laughs> from talking about it. I was like, leave it for the show, Nick. Leave it for the show. <laughs> um, uh, not going to do anything. Uh, I said, Kells. I didn't think anybody was going to do nothing. I thought so- everybody would, would do something. And then least desirable, no one wants to hook up with. I said Matt, you know, slash Jesus. So I said Matthew also, but, and this is how much I disliked him at the time. I kept calling him William because I swear to God, I thought his name was William. (laughs) Um, Ending balance, you said. I said (laughs) $20,000. And I said. 20,001 because I'm a price is right bitch. Yes. <laughs> and then uh, for most reformed, I said Harry. I'm pretty sure I wrote. Oh, oh, I said Sharon, the short king. Right. And, and I also said maybe David, but I still said Sharon. Uh, 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 right. And so the premise of the show is it's a bunch of hot people that are put on this like tropical resort thinking that they're going to have the time of their lives. Um, and some of them are like Instagram models, you know, some, some of them are just your average Joe people, but they <laughs> are still oh. considered hot or desirable and they're over sexual people. Not and then one of them is Bryce. Right. Um, I shouldn't say that they're overly sexual. They're just very sexual people. And so then, hold on, let me finish the premise of the story. Sorry, 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 sorry. So that then they can stop listening and then move on. Um, so they're put in this tropical resort, thinking that they're gonna have this wonderful vacation, sexy vacation. Uh, They then learn that they are on this island with these people, can only interact with each other, and can't have sex, can't kiss, and they have a pool of money starting off of $100,000, and money will be deducted should they do anything. And they're supposed to try and reform and become better people, and they do different activities throughout the show to try and become more introspective and just better people overall who don't need sex or don't have sex every single day with just all kinds of random people. So that's the show. From this point on, we're going to talk. <laughs> and so... Yeah. If you don't want spoilers or if you want to play along and watch the first two episodes and pick your own picks and then let us know how you did or what you felt um, after watching those first two episodes, please do. Um, But don't listen any further because we are going to completely dive into this show. (laughs) We're going to dive in like Harry dove into Francesca. 
<laughs> um, but uh, first, <laughs> yeah, well, but first, and this is the thing that I was trying to get out a little sooner because we are both of us in no way actually judging these people. Like, and oh, we're, no. we're not, yeah, we're not slut shaming. We're not, uh, bro shaming, whatever you want to call it, any of that sort of thing. The lot, like one of my favorites is Chloe who she's like 19, 20, maybe 21. Uh, I know the drinking age in the UK is lower, so she might actually be 19. And like she says, like she'll just sleep with whoever and whatever. Or Lydia later on just said, I love sex and sex is great. And I like to give that to people. And the show does a great job of not actually shaming them for that. And so we are too. We are going to criticize them. And the reason we're going to criticize them is because a lot of them are really shallow for other reasons or have other real bad problems. Like I'm going to go off on Matthew. Um, but specifically with Chloe, one of the things I like is she like the reason she's there is because at one point she says, I need to, I can't be interested in a relationship with someone if I don't know that there's a spark with them. And I can't know if there's a spark with them until I've had sex with them. And right. she kind of just glosses over that as if, whatever 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 and it's like well that is something that you now that's also a matter of she's like maybe 19 she probably hasn't been in very many serious relationships and the way that you learn to start relationships is by having ones that fail or by learning the things that you don't like so that you know who to actually focus on that there will be a spark without having to have sex with them first so there are we're not judging them we're not being jerks in any way shape or form now that said when yeah. this show started I thought every single one of them was a trash bag hoe, uh, men included, because as soon as like all the men come in and they're talking to all the women and having a good time and just kind of flirting and everyone's enjoying themselves. And then Francesca comes in and all the men are just like, everyone shut up. I need to talk to this woman now. Like she got all of them in in like the minute they saw her, they were all. Yeah, fuck you guys. I know we've been having fun and talking to one another, but uh, I, I want to have sex with this one. But she is gorgeous. Yes. Yeah. Oh, yeah. No. She's well, beautiful. Object <laughs> yeah. And objectively speaking, I would say every single person in this show, aside from Bryce, is a an Adonis of some sort. Not all to no. my personal. No, but- no, no. I don't agree with that at all. Well, uh, well, so exactly. I not to my type. Like I would never go for the Matthew type. Well, I mean, I'm yeah. straight, but like uh, Matthew is just one of those people I look at and go like, no. And same thing with um, ooh, Corey. That's his name. But Which I could one was see Corey. So- Corey was the guy who was only in there for a hot minute. Oh, he was the replacement. Yeah, yeah. 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 He was. <laughs> that's why I'm not remembering him because exactly. Yeah. Yeah. yeah I um, was like. But- what? But you could see somebody being like, oh, yeah, that guy. Whereas Bryce, Bryce is like, he got married in high school and had three kids and divorced at the age of like 25. And now he's been single for two years and lives on a boat. He just strikes me as such a scum. He's like, "Eh, he's a handsome guy for sure, but he's not like as hot as these models all are or anything. And he just walks around with all of the unearned confidence. He just goes right in. He's like, Hey guys, I'm going to sing for you a song on my keyboard. This is one I wrote. And then he plays it. And it is just like the most lame song that I've ever heard. 
Yeah. Sorry. I had to say that. <laughs> no, 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 no. I, I completely agree. Like, <laughs> yeah, they're, but I don't agree that all of them are Adonis-like or all that beautiful. Like, some of them are extremely attractive. Some of them really aren't. I mean, like, I didn't think Sharon was that attractive. Um, I That's because he's a short king. And you're a size queen. I am am kind of a size queen. I like my men tall. I'm sorry. I am a tall girl, too. So I'm a tall-ish. Yeah. You know? So, yes, I like my men tall. Come at me, bro. Like, I'm sorry. (laughs) Well, but also the the good thing is, like, sure, you like taller guys and everything. But if you met someone who was Sharon's height, who actually, come to think of it, he's about our height. So he's not a short guy, just in comparison to hair and Kells and all them right yeah but like you wouldn't be well yeah I mean we agree on everything and you're a wonderful person but you're five eight so get out of here right but here's here's the thing I'm gonna like legit be completely open about how much of an asshole I have been in my life (laughs) um so I have dated people who were shorter and one of them was awesome guy honestly he was so kind and just generous and funny and good looking and just like all the things that you would look for in a partner um and he took care of me when I was sick like he was just an all-around amazing guy and friend before we started dating um and I was in college and just a complete fucking moron. And, <laughs> you know, I said and, the you know, and I was still a size queen back then, but like even more so. Right. Like I would not be into shorter guys back then. And he was shorter than me and I was awful about it. Like I ended up breaking up with him just because I, you know, I felt like he was, he was too short. You sat on a shelf and you're like, if you can come up and get me. (laughs) (laughs) Right. No, but seriously, I, and I still to this day feel like a complete asshole and we haven't been friends since. And it wrecks me a little bit on the inside that I was that much of an asshole to such a good person. And I have tried to apologize to him, but he won't respond. And that's fine. You know, it's like, I'm not apologizing because, you know, I want, uh, you know, any kind of, um, you don't need the forgiveness, but you just want him to know that you regret it. And that I still even think about it to this day, that it was a really shitty thing to say and do to a person who was so wonderful to me. And, And you know, we all have moments like that, but yeah. So, I mean, and that's not the only asshole thing I've done in my life. Trust me. I mean, part of the reason I don't judge these people is because I definitely was overly sexual in my in my youth you know i had i had issues though like straight up you know like i was over sexually sexualized because of things that happened in my life so i don't judge these people whatsoever like i have no problem with how they want to live their life um so watching this show i was like meh are they doing some shitty things? Yeah. 
are they consensually doing these shitty things? Yeah. So whatever. Like, yeah. you know, kind of do your thing, chicken wing, you know? Like, I don't have a problem with it. But yeah. um Yeah, it's consensual and really like my my concern really was kind of the idea of like, well wait, how much did they know getting into this? Because if they were told, hey, you're gonna go here for basically an orgy. Uh, a month-long reality show, and then they're told, oh, by the way, you can't even touch one another. Like, I was wondering about the ethics of that, but then also I realized, eh, you know what, they're... They can. Like, like they, it, trust me, it did not stop people from from connecting. Uh, they were probably just told it was a dating yeah. show of some kind. Could be. I would yeah. imagine. Yeah. Which it kind of is. I mean, because real connections and bonds were formed i think they all bonded really yeah. over the experience and it's hard not to right like any kind of experience like that like um i went on like a backpacking trip when i was in high school for 22 days i was Oof. backpacking yeah and it's like you connect with those people and you never forget those connections you know, I was in residential treatment for my senior year of high school for my depression. Like, those girls that I was in treatment with, they're my sisters for life, even if I don't talk to them for years. Like, they are the people who built me up. So it's like you have any kind of reforming kind of experience and attitude and whatever with people you will never forget those people and you form really strong bonds with those people. They become like family. So yeah. anytime you, know. you go through a shared experience like that, it's like why the Amish all do rumspriga together. It's not rumspriga? one person. Oh, you don't know. Is that, is that when they take a break from being yes. Amish and like get to experience like the quote unquote normal. Yeah. It's exactly teenage that. Teenage stuff. Yeah. Yeah. They okay. all go as a group together, and then they all do their debaucherous stuff. But then they come back, and they've all had that experience together, and they become normal. Well, normal. You know what I mean. Regular old members of the Amish community, and uh, they all know what they did. <laughs> and so everyone right. has dirt onto everyone else. Right. Uh, but yeah. Who? So when 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 you first saw this, uh, and I should say, uh, the only judging that I do really is based off of some of the things that people actually did while they were out there. Uh, oh, you know, there was a point I was going to make because you were saying it's a, it's a dating show. And it really kind of is because like, like they definitely had people waiting in the wings just in case. So like they brought right. Madison on to be the dating person for Matthew because Matthew didn't initially connect with any of the other people. And they brought uh, Corey on because Chloe was saying she wants a geezer, which... Yeah. I I heard that as old person because you know that's what geezer right. means. Geezer. And, and yeah, right. Yeah. And so, uh, sure enough, I I typed geezer into Google expecting old person, but and this is the cultural impact of the show. It's already like the number one search when you type it in. It autocorrects geezer Essex slang, and <laughs> it just means a bro. It's it's somebody who would. In the definition that I, I read, somebody who would spend all day watching soccer, they said football, but we know what football really is, spend all day watching soccer and having a drink with their, their friends, they would go down to the pub and drink there or whatever. So it's basically just a bro. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. And that so, makes sense. So more brought, sense. Yeah. Yeah. Well, more sense. Well, because I mean, it kind of made sense because 
like what's his name Bryce definitely looks like he's in his early 30s and or maybe even later than that and so I was like oh maybe when she said she wants a geezer because sure enough Chloe was first attracted to Bryce for unknown reasons and well, she was first uh, attracted to Harry don't forget that well I oh, oh Harry hate harry okay okay what's funny about harry is harry actually looks exactly like someone i dated (laughs) like i yeah and he kind of had the same attitude and just kind of overall demeanor and he was kind of a dick bag yeah but a Um, beautiful dick bag and yeah, I'm sure beautiful dick bag who beautiful I had dick a too. I'm time sure. with yeah, yeah, but you know, like oh god, yeah. yeah. Well, yeah. That's... watching watching Harry at first, I was just like, oh, this is gonna be hard. <laughs> <laughs> that is a thing. So I have I have friends who are younger than me and single, or well, and single and whatever. And what I tell them all the time is. Because they they're like, well, this is what I want. This is what I want, and they're they say they want a long term relationship, but they get into hookups. And what I tell them is like, dude, that's totally fine. You just have to understand that every relationship you're in, you just have to understand what it's there for. If it's just a relationship right. of convenience, like, hey, I just want this incredible. Like that's why I don't mind that Harry and Francesca got together. I mind all the stuff that they did because that shows a whole lot of selfishness. And I also kind of mind that they're framing their relationship as we are meant to be. And I love him so much, it's like. I haven't seen you have any conversations with each other other than we're so hot. And it's like, that's totally fine. Two hot people getting together and just hooking up repeatedly. God bless. We want more of that in the world, especially if that results in even more beautiful offspring of your children. But like, if that's what the relationship is, if it's just a relationship of convenience, like I'm a hot chick, he's a hot dude, let's just be hot together for a little while. That's great. Do that. If it's like a one night stand and you, so long as you're not leading someone on, so long as you're not telling them, yeah, yeah, no, I really like you. We're going to be together forever. And then you're gone in the morning, Jamie, uh, <laughs> then um, yeah, go to it. So my issue with, with Francesca and Harry was they got together because they were hot. And then they broke up because Harry was a tool. And then they got back together because they're so hot. And then they treated it like it was this, like Sharon and Rhonda have a real relationship. I actually don't think it'll yeah. last much longer than this, but not not in a bad way. I think just the distance involved and the fact that, you know, you're not, when you're not stuck on an island with someone, you can have other options. And I think that this, she is exactly what Sharon needed. And he will find someone in New Jersey uh, and he will always treasure his time. But that's a real relationship. Whereas Francesca and Harry, they just have a completely physical relationship, which is also real in a way, but it's not real the way that they were trying to present it. So, Well, and I think... So, hear me out. Sure, sure. I, I think it was a real relationship for them because they were both so vapid for so <laughs> long right that they they did act they did have some conversations they they would joke and play and kind of just be silly together and you know that's that's an aspect of a real relationship that kind of connection and goofiness and letting each other be fully who you are 
is huge. And I think for them, they were allowed to do that finally for once. They didn't have to be just the the arm candy. You know, mm-hmm. they could be each other's arm candy while still connecting. And so I think for them, I think it's too too much for us to judge that it wasn't real because I think for them it very much was. I don't think it was just sex. I think they were they found this new aspect of themselves in their relationship that they could be silly and goofy and fun together and not have to worry about keeping up appearances, so to speak. So I think for them it was really real. Personally. Interesting. Well, I hope. Like I, think I so. like I want everyone to be happy. You know what I mean? As long as it doesn't yeah. come at the exception of someone else. But uh man, I don't know. I just I feel like that's the kind of showmance that's going to last for a little while after the show is over and then they're just going to go their separate ways especially because of how far apart they live like i mean not just on different in different countries but different continents on different hemispheres um so i feel like they're they're gonna go also i don't give harry that much credit like francesca i think that she could be in a real relationship harry nah the minute he sees someone in australia who's hot he's gonna he's gonna cheat on her yeah, maybe. I don't know. I I I I don't hmm. I don't know. Harry Harry seemed to change for me. I think he he's also very young. Yeah. Honestly, he was the youngest guy, I'm pretty sure. Um he was only like 19 or 20, right? As Th- well. Thereabouts, yeah. He looked maybe 20. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was young. So, I mean, in that aspect, like, you're a guy, 1920, like, you're not making good decisions. I mean, girls <laughs> aren't either. I didn't make yeah. good decisions. Guys aren't making good decisions. You're still forming adult relationships. You're still forming your adult brain, even, right? Like, you're not fully developed in your in your body and in your mind. Um yeah, I, well, I don't for me, know. Harry, for me, Harry, it was hard though because yeah. again, he looks so much like someone I dated. So it was hard <laughs> for me because it's like you have to then set. I think the reason I was willing to give him so much leeway was because I had to work so hard to detach him from this other person. <laughs> Who was much more of a d bag, <laughs> you know? So for me, it was like uh, I'm constantly comparing him to this other person. So <laughs> who's even worse? Who's even worse to me? Because you know it was such a shitty, crappy situation where someone treated me like absolute garbage. Um, yeah, but he was so hot. Right, exactly. <laughs> That's the problem, right? You I know? wish somebody would treat me like girls. Oh God, no! Please well, don't ever you- wish that. Oh no, 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 no! Besides, people have already treated me like garbage. Anyway, no. Right. Uh, for me, like my my thing about Harry, the point where I was just like, oh, I just don't like this guy, is so yeah. Initially, there he and Francesca are together, then they kiss, whatever. They find out the 
the it's a three thousand dollar fine and then he throws her under the bus saying she kissed me she kissed me and he's like well no and she says well we kissed each other it was kind of things like no it's your fault and then sure enough everyone blames her for it um so he does that and then she just moves on to kells like a completely normal rational person like well i don't want anything to do with harry he screwed me over fuck him i don't care about him here's another hot dude i'm gonna go for him instead and then Harry gets all kinds of jealous. And so when he is talking to, to her after all that stuff with Kells goes down, Harry says, like, it's just so hard for me to forgive. And like, what is there for her to forgive her for, Harry? You weren't together in the first place. You screwed her over. And as soon as, you know, your little light turns green, you guys are, you can, you, you start screwing around. Like, I don't, I don't like them. I, uh, Harry frustrated me so much. Yeah, but yeah. I mean that's because he's the embodiment of every douchebag. But I also yeah. think he's that's the super why bro. my I I think my pick for most reformed was honestly still the most reformed because <laughs> in the end, in the end, he and Francesca really made it work for them, and he was he even said he was willing to move across the world for her. Um. Yeah, he said that. <laughs> right. I mean, whether that's true or not, yes, that's yet to be seen. But I think ever since that um, that man activity, uh, what was it? War oh, Heart the Heart Warrior. Warrior. Yeah, which, yeah. okay, my first note on that was, because they covered each other in mud, I'm like, this is dumb New Age bullshit. But, and they, they treated it as such, but then they started doing the other stuff, like the therapy stuff. I'm like, oh, okay, this is actually pretty cool. Like, yeah. everything other than that initial cover each other with the earth and we're gonna get back to the earth i'm like oh god no yeah but honestly i think that's what's so fun about this show yeah. is like the activities they did and i okay i uh i don't know that i should talk about this too much oh let me guess is the uh the the mirror bit no oh no I wasn't going to no, talk not. about that because, I mean, every woman should know what their vagina yeah. looks like and should be familiarized with its beauty. Good. But, um, no, that, no, I was going to talk about the um, the rope, the rope episode. Oh, they, uh, um, yeah, I was I, not into that. See, okay. Um, so oh. I'm kind of into that. <laughs> oh, wow. And for me, uh, yeah, yeah, right? Like, you learn something new every day. Welcome to my life, everybody. This is part of the podcast. <laughs> Let me know if you want me to delete any of that. <laughs> <laughs> no, 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 it's fine. Yeah. Um, but, you know, they're talking about how it is kind of, you know, it was very much a trust thing, and it it is i mean like mm -hmm. and and that's what i thought was so cool about it was because they were bringing to light more um let's say fringe sexual activities right and yeah. showing how it is a very much a trusting thing how it is it can be very bonding for lack of a better <laughs> term um but you know there is a softness there there is a vulnerability there where you're putting your full trust in someone else to not harm you yeah. and to still be loving and affectionate with you in the way that you want to be loving and affectionate yeah. so i thought that was really cool actually 
I should clarify that like I if it's something I would be willing to try. I would have an open mind and maybe I would like it. But just when someone says like out of the blue, like now you're going to tie this person up that much. I'm like, oh, that's uh, okay. do they want? Is that what they want? What? Okay. Like, that's the thing. It's it for me. It was an uncomfortable thing only because it was so unusual, <laughs> like not yeah. not something that I have experienced. And yeah, that's all it was. Again, not no judging, no judging. Everyone's into what they're into. And so long as everyone is safe and happy, that's great. Right. Yeah. Yeah. But also, but, I thought it was adorable that Kells tied Haley up and lifted her around like a suitcase. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that was that was funny. Oh yeah. God, Haley. Ooh. Ugh. Yeah. Can we talk about Haley for a second? Because one, can. I didn't think she was that attractive. Um, she's another person that I didn't think was that attractive. That and the Irish girl. Um, what was her name? Nicole. Nicole. I didn't think Nicole was that attractive either, personally. Um, so there were at least two guys, three guys, three guys and two girls that I didn't think were that attractive. Um, but Haley, yeah. she, it, oh my gosh, she was so manipulative and awful and like she is that type of girl that gives girls a bad name yeah because she was terrible. she's gamey she's manipulative she is a total bull-faced liar she was too good at lying she was too good at creating situations and i was like oh you're that bitch like oh, she- i i hated her she's like every woman that ever did me dirty in my life embodied in one woman that's really funny (laughs) that's really funny because i will give you that she's great at creating situations but she is a terrible liar (laughs) so when she and francesca decide to get revenge by kissing uh one night after everyone's thrown francesca under the bus they kiss so that everyone will wake up three thousand dollars lighter which to my mind was genius that was beautiful but when they're living it down her reaction is just like who me who could have done it well i saw sharon and Rhonda go into the bathroom together no you see, know that's francesca our- was like that i think Haley pulled it off much better than francesca oh no francesca francesca wasn't a great liar either but the both of them it was like it was so so obvious but yeah Haley. No, but what? see, here's the thing. S- step back for a moment. It was obvious because you knew it was going on. You knew you're the viewer. You see yeah. everything that's going on. So you knew. If you actually looked at how Haley handled the situation, I don't know that I would have... I would have... Um, She did a really good job of deflecting. So I don't know that I would have accused Haley. However her and Francesca together because Francesca was sitting there giggling and making faces <laughs> and taking big swigs of her drink and then looking over at Haley like oh my god you know like yeah and well, so yeah. I honestly think Haley did a fantastic job in her manipulation of being like, well, I saw Sharon and Rhonda going into the bathroom, you know, like, and I, and I was like, okay, this, she's too much, she's too good at this. 
you know, come to think of it, you could be right. And and my evidence behind this is that before she got booted off, her dead-eyed, I don't care about any of these people. I hate all of these people. I don't like her deadpan, dead-eyed delivery of all that. I was like, ooh, is she is she a serial killer? I'm not convinced. No, I honestly think that it, that is her guard, right? Because I had I had women that I was in um, treatment with who were like that, actually, who mm-hmm. were just like Haley, who had their walls up so high um, because they didn't want to get hurt, right? So it's like, you don't want to get hurt, so you just pretend that no one affects you and that no one that you don't like anyone or yeah you know and things like that and so i think that was her that was her guard just up and she couldn't let it down it was it was too high she needed way too much therapy (laughs) yeah she definitely was not ready for um and not willing to change which that the moment she gets kicked out is when i knew that this is actually a good show because it was going to be about these people actually some of them actually need help and if she's not willing to change, then goodbye or whatever. I I really right. enjoyed that. And same thing. So my the way you feel about her is the way I feel about Matthew. Because Matthew is every guy that I've known who's been like, I'm such a deep thinker. And then you realize there's nothing actually deep about them. They just read the, like, they watched the Tao of Steve and thought, yeah, I'm going to apply that to my real life. And then they just kind of realized... They didn't bother learning any of this stuff. They just, oh, that that part's frustrating to me. Um, but like the way he would always think about, oh yeah, you know, I need to have a real deep, meaningful connection. And then they give him someone who he really could make a meaningful connection with, and he bombs because he can't say anything smart. He's like, you know, you got to be like a bird who can't spread its wings while it's holding onto a branch, so like it has to let go. And you realize, oh, there's, he's not deep at all. He just thinks he's super deep. And he's talking about how he's going to use this to become a better person and all that kind of stuff. But then literally the moment that he fails, he's like, well, I'm too good for this. I, I, I'm I such a perfect person. At all. No, he was, he's one of those people who didn't, he wasn't ready to change either. And that's why the minute he started to actually feel like he could maybe change, he dipped out like no, he, he no 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 really that's my read on it because he was like think about it, think about it, think about it he like david he didn't have anyone either right he didn't meet anyone until after uh about the same time that um that matthew left is when he he met that chick uh lydia but before that, he was making friends with uh, with Sharon. He was opening himself up to all the other guys. Nicole, who also didn't have anyone, who never got paired with anyone, she was there the entire time. You saw her talking to Chloe. You saw her talking to from to Rhonda. So she was out there and she was making the connections. And that's, even though this is about, oh, we're going to make it so that you don't just date around, sleep around anymore. We're going to give you meaningful relationships. Same-sex platonic friendships are as important uh, as everything else. You know what I mean? It's like the ability for David to make a male friend that's not like, you know, based on toxic masculinity or anything is as important as, as, 
as his relationship with women because it's that sort of thing that's going to inform his relationship with women. And so, right. yeah, and so Matthew, he just wasn't having that. Like, uh, we I saw, don't know, we, because of the way everyone talked about him, I think there's a lot we didn't see about Matthew because he didn't have a relationship with anyone. His story probably wasn't that interesting. Just the same with Nicole, right? Because she still got to stick around and they're like, oh, yeah, you changed so much. Like, really? How? Because <laughs> we didn't see any of that. So yeah. I think there, I think that was just a... a a thing of the production, right? Like you have to go into this thinking, okay, they are actually filming everyone. They're oh, yeah. filming everything that's happening. Um, but they just don't have that good hype story with Nicole or Matthew. But everyone talked so well of Matthew. They said how he was like the dad of the camp and things like that, like that he was always there for them. He was always giving them advice. He was always talking to them that he, that he really affected their journey there. So we just didn't get to see that. I feel like for whatever reason, the producers chose not to put it in there, but I honestly think he affected every single person in that camp and really was overall a decent person. Yeah, maybe he was a few brain cells short of genius, you know, whatever. <laughs> but but I think overall he was a good, caring person just because of how everyone talked and gushed about him when he was leaving and how, my favorite term, gutted they were when he left. I love that British term, by the way. Yeah. They're like gutted. I was just gutted. I'm like, oh, yes, that is such a good descriptive word to talk about that feeling. Um, yeah. But yeah, you know, they're talking about him leaving like that. And I'm like, okay, there's some something we did not see here. The producers chose not to put this part part this Matthew story in there and I think he, and when he was talking in the end he was talking about how he is going to go back to the real world having learned something from this situation that he doesn't need sex all the time and that you know all these things and I think he really did learn and I think he also truly affected everyone there we just didn't get to see it because so, yeah. I, mean, I mean same with nicole like you know we just we didn't get to see her story at all like I, how did she change i have no fucking clue like <laughs> she, we didn't see anything about her she was just kind of a fly on the wall and i think that's what's good about the show too because in the end again you know spoilers i hope you're not still listening yet until after you've watched it but you know the people who didn't change were asked to leave yeah and then everyone eventually was asked to stand up and they all got a part of the pot because they all did their level of work in the situation. They just didn't have the story, right? Not everyone yeah. had the story. Like there wasn't a ton on Kells. There wasn't anything on Nicole. There wasn't, you know, it, it was just like, but they still made progress because otherwise they wouldn't have gotten a piece of the pot. Right. So, yeah. Well, the yeah. thing, the interesting thing about both Kells and Nicole is they're the only two that didn't cost anyone any money. Right. Yeah. yeah. Which another one of my predictions. I was correct. Yeah. Oh, I was <laughs> wrong on that one, too. Although, you know, what we were both wrong on was who would cost the most. We were trending to be correct. 
because Francesca at one point had cost everyone $32,000 and Harry had cost everyone $29,000. But then they got that last minute Hail Mary where if you guys can spend the night in this room together without touching each other, we're going to wipe your debt out. So the actual people who cost the most were Sharon and Rhonda, which on their night together cost 16000 Right. No. Oh, yeah, yeah, it was sixteen yeah, because it was when 16000 in total because of, remember when yeah. they're listing all the things yeah. and they're bleeping out everything like, they oh did? My. I was like, ooh, I want to know. Same here. Okay, but here's the thing. Their, their pricing system is a little bit skewed. Like, okay, I get why full on sex is twenty thousand. That makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. I even get why kissing is three thousand. That also makes sense. Why is oral sex two kisses six thousand dollars? That that seems that it's seems not sex, bro. <laughs> I, mean, I know I'm totally yeah. kidding with you. Like, I'm like, yeah. No, I I think probably ten thousand, right? Like it, it should have been about. It 10, should have been 000. ten, yeah, yeah, yeah. And like, like, well, apparently none of them, none of them masturbated the entire time because no one ever got points taken off for that. So I would say that's probably going to be like five thousand. So you got like three, five, ten, and then twenty thousand. Yeah, that's about right. But yeah. still, that that pricing structure is like, wait, wait, when. When they woke up and everyone's like, well, you know, whatever, they go to the palapa, which is a word that I learned. Uh, right? Yeah, I like that word. Uh, yeah, they go to the palapa and it's like, you two owe $6,000. I'm like, are you kidding me? Why isn't yeah. everyone just like day 10 out there? Just like, all right, we're going to, we're just going to do this. And then everyone's going to get their, uh, get the rocks off. And there we go. We're going to lose. Oh, wait, actually, no, because that would be $60,000. All right. Well, that's why you don't do it. But that's the I other thing. Like, okay. I'm like just picturing now a circle of six designing yeah. people, like basically all just you know, like <laughs> now sixty thousand dollars gone. They're like, well, at least we all did it together. Yeah. Okay. Maybe that's why it's. <laughs> no. Okay. I take it back. This is like the time I was like, hey, you know, it'd be a great idea—a sandwich place where you picked your own ingredients. It's like. <laughs> Yeah, dude, that's that exists. All right, so this isn't a great idea after all. But still, like, like, yeah, that that conversion seemed a little odd to me. But um, the other one who cost a bit of money here is Chloe. She was the next one that cost any right. real amount. She cost six thousand, which hey, six thousand dollars for her to learn her her lesson of how to determine who's kind of a good bad person, whatever, without having to go all the way with them. That's worth it. That's definitely worth it. Yeah, and I, honestly, unfortunately, like, she picked the, the two worst people, but whatever. Well, and the thing with Chloe that kind of got me—I don't know about this with you—I kind of think the airhead thing was an act. I think some of it was like so between I, her, Francesca, and at first I was thinking Haley, but then Haley just turned out to be a bitch. There were definitely some. I'm like, oh, they realize maybe even Bryce to a sense, like they realize they're on a reality show and they're just living at large but i also think she realized she is not that bright but she's I, fun like i, I like know I, that that was the case actually because yeah. she was too conscious of the fact that she's an airhead and she made some really smart comments and oh yeah i th- i think it's that too many people in her life have told her she's an airhead 
And so she hasn't allowed herself to be smarter. Oh, I see what you're saying. I I agree with you 100%. I thought you were talking about she was just completely acting it up. No, yeah, she is definitely a lot wiser. It's like in D&D terms, she has much higher wisdom than intelligence. Yeah. yeah. No, I, I, I don't think that she's an especially intelligent person. You know, I, I mean, she may be, but I yeah. definitely think most of it was an act and mm-hmm. maybe an act isn't a good way to put it on i mean an act yes like she definitely played it up for the show but i think she plays it up in life as well just because that's how she's been typecasted yeah right like she's she beautiful and tall and you know and says kind of she was goofy and silly and mm-hmm. fun and i honestly think someone who is like that has to be fairly intelligent to be able to make people laugh like that yeah and she She was able to make everyone laugh i mean she and she was quick i mean she was Mm -hmm. quick-witted so i honestly don't think she is an unintelligent person and i definitely don't think she's an airhead i think that she was literally probably told that her whole life and so she's embodied that and it's really unfortunate because i've seen that in other women as well Mm -hmm. and yeah i just she doesn't need to be she was a joy on the show i oh i loved her chloe yeah Yeah. i would want to hang out with chloe she is the one time that i actually so the the narration throughout this this show i really enjoyed for the most part but the one time the narration got me i was just like oh no shut up was when uh the narrator or chloe says you know if you sit in a barbershop long enough you're gonna get a haircut and then the the narrator says something to the effect of like what that doesn't make any sense if you sit in a suntan long enough your brain's gonna melt i was like no that's a genius thing she just said like that that makes perfect sense to me i was like how dare you yeah the narration it's all eight episodes and it's a complete running commentary she got one wrong that's fine right yeah. yeah, but the the thing I was going to say about Chloe, uh, to your point, though, is that I don't think she, yeah, she's not the smartest person in the world, but she's smart enough to know that she isn't smart. And that is very important. Like, she says it multiple times, like, you guys, I'm dumb. Or when Corey and all those other, and the uh, other two women came on the show, she says, guys, don't tell the new person I'm dumb. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Aww. And she was into, like, she was into Corey, like I said, because he's a hot dude in her mind. I didn't think yeah, he was. I didn't yeah, I didn't see no, it. No, no. Uh, <laughs> actually, he was definitely one of those guys that I didn't like at all either because he had that same attitude of, I don't care about this money at all. And to a degree, maybe he was right because in the end, each one of them got $7,500. Yeah. I mean, <laughs> it's like, really, it's like, yeah, big deal. But. Honestly, it's one of the so oh, going back to treatment again. Um, sure, <clears throat> it was really expensive. I was yeah. there for nine months, and um, my dad kind of still holds it over my head a bit, uh, basically about how much it's cost him in his life. Boo, right? Uh, boo for sure. <laughs> But that's the thing is where I'm, you know, I counteract that with, okay, but that experience was priceless. You have a daughter who's actually alive because of it. 
you yeah. know, who is a stronger, better person now because of it. And who I fucking think- kicks ass and is a good volleyball player. <laughs> Thank you. But, um, you know, so I think for them, that was this, that was this experience that was, you know, reformation to a certain degree. Obviously, it wasn't full on treatment or therapy, <laughs> yeah. but there were therapeutic aspects. Um, however doctored up they were, they were still therapeutic aspects. They still had to be introspective and they changed a bit. I hope that this is something that sticks with them more so you know than i i don't know that it isn't just like a passing experience for them i hope that they take something from it but that you cannot put a price on right Right. so seventy five hundred dollars hey whatever you're seventy five hundred dollars richer but you're richer in life and as cheesy as that sounds it's true you know they you cannot put a price on learning more about yourself. That is something that will always be the of the highest value in your life. And I'm totally so, understandable. Yeah. Yeah. So for them to learn and hopefully change and grow and be better people, especially at such a young age, um, I think that's what I'm most thankful for in going through treatment my senior year of high school everyone's like oh but you miss prom and you miss graduation and you miss all these (laughs) things and i'm like yeah but i went through it at a very young age so i was able to more able to change more able to have those lessons stick with me for the rest of my life which is a long time (laughs) you you were slingshotted Um, yeah exactly and so i hope for them that they were again as slingshotted as you put it, slingshotted into their own lives, and hopefully, you know, they are better people even at a younger age than most. And there's I difficulty think- with that too, because then you're slightly more mature than other people your own age too, who are around you, who are just partying and doing all that. Um, and so it can feel very alienating in a mm-hmm. way. Um, but then once they catch up to you. <laughs> um, everything's golden. Or also yeah. then you realize this is a thing that we talked about when we were drafting. It's like we realized there's certain relationships you can just kind of prune away and let them die off. And it's yeah. not a bad thing because then that gives you time to focus on the relationships that are good and strong and so being that little bit extra more mature just puts you ahead of the curve you can realize i don't need this person in my life but this person here i could use them i like them i let's cultivate this instead of trying to keep everyone in in uh in check that's not what you would say in purple hopeful i can't i've lost my words yes purple uh, but yeah so we we're our record time right now is almost an hour and 40 so we should wrap it up but yes. uh well like i said i could conservatively talk about this show for 45 hours straight right. uh which is amazing because the show is not even eight hours uh i loved it uh i don't know what they're gonna do if they do a second season because now the 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 conceit of the show is known, right? And so people right. are going to go to just to be like, yeah, I want to be the Haley or whatever. And then you might also get people who are like, yeah, I want to go for the self-improvement. 
And it's like, well, that's great. I do like that. It's, everyone should focus on self-improvement. But I don't know if you can keep the show itself kind of pure or whatever. Well, I mean, to a certain degree, you probably could. Because, I mean, mm -hmm. if they framed it as a dating show, they think it's a dating show. They don't know that this is the dating show they're <laughs> going on. Right? This is so true. you frame it as a dating show. I think it's actually more so less surprise to the viewer. Right? Because the viewer yeah. knows what's coming. The contestants don't necessarily because they just frame it as a dating show. They're like, you're going to be on an island with a whole bunch of hot people and hopefully you hook up and find someone that you really like because you want to be in a long term relationship. Yeah. Right. Like, so, I mean, there are so many of those shows out there, so it might just be that. But the viewer knows that they are going to be told that they can't have sex, that they can't kiss, that they can't heavy pet, you know, like, <laughs> um, which, by the way, they mentioned that in the show that they're not supposed to, like, caress There was quite each a other. bit of There was a ton on. of it. Yeah. <laughs> and I was like, there was no penalty for that. <laughs> if you, yeah, there were a lot of things where I was like, like, they were straight up showering together. How is right? that not uh, a penalty to get back to our idea of the whacked out uh, pricing on this? Like, you guys can you guys can be in a shower together for free, but if you kiss each other, ooh, ooh. Right? Uh, yeah. Like, okay. <laughs> but like you were saying, you know, it's... It I hope I hope for them that they take something from this experience that they do yeah. uh, look more inward and reevaluate the relationships and their actions in life and hopefully just take even just a little kernel of something from this mm -hmm. experience and bring it with them through the rest of their lives. So besides most of them are now on cameo so you can book them to have them say whatever it is you want them to say i'm gonna see if i can get bryce to to <laughs> send you a message uh but yeah so as i was saying i hope that they go off in the world that they are better people and i think this is a good stopping point so yeah. i'm classy and I am whatever I said. Oh, well, I, my nickname for this one was America's Favorite Cuck, Nick. <laughs> and we're signing off and hoping you have a good tomorrow. This has been a Night of the Living Geeks production. For more information and content, visit NOTLG.com.